But non-beautiful sovereign woman, we have been talking about the brain this week. And we've been looking at the linear aspect, the 3D of what the brain actually does to our body, mind, spirit connection and what happens when it's impacted by emotional trauma. But we also looked at this week how to activate the spiritual chemicals within the brain and the glandular system to connect to the divinity and collapse the illusion of separation. And so today I'm super excited and honored to bring forth my Friday co-host for the Sovereign Woman Movement show, Vida de Lizzie, who this week is going to help me put it all together and kind of just like summarize what it is that we're talking about. So I'll bring her on so she can join me and we can talk a lot about what we've been talking about this week. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit and bring it in light in society. I know I was like, she's right there. That never happens. When I usually hit like add, it takes like, you know, whatever it feels like. And I'm just not really good at that. Okay, my God, what does your shirt say? Let me see. Oh, it's the Beatles. I love, you know. I got the- it at Walmart. What? At Walmart? Yeah, it is so cute there was a time i think it was like four years ago where i i went through a beatles period or that's all i could listen to have you gone through that yeah i think i was there when you went through it oh. and that's why i know who they are totally so i have to find you my shirts i'm pretty sure i still have a few how are you happy new year this is the first podcast that i get to see you for the new Hi. year. By the way, thank you, Lisa, for being here. Nadish, how are you, goddess? It's so good to have you here. Christina, happy Friday. I was telling everyone, happy Thursday. And then I'm like, oh no. shit, it's not Thursday. <laughs> I know this is really busy times for everyone. How have you been? How was your holiday? How are you feeling this new year? Uh, I'm feeling good. I feel busy um, and, you know, planning. I didn't realize how, <laughs> you know what? I was sitting down and I was thinking, you know, it would be stressful to plan a birthday party for the two most demanding people in my life. And they're both the same sign. And why am I, you know, they both know what they want. And they're both very vocal about what they want. <laughs> I can't imagine these who these two people you are talking about, but they sound like they're very uh, sovereign. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I'm thinking about it because, you know, I was telling you, you know, So for some of you guys that may not know, Penny is is uh, Lizette's daughter, and Penny is my niece as well. But she was born on the same. Her and I are born on the same day, January tenth, which is this Sunday. And now she has to deal with a Capricorn that is exactly like me. And apparently, <laughs> what she's trying to say, which I have no idea what she's talking about, is that we're demanding and that we kind of want our way. Which, no idea. No idea what she's talking about. Jesus can actually uh, confirm to that, but we are celebrating our birthday on Sunday and, you know, we were not going to do anything because uh, there's so much going on and actually we're going to be traveling and it's a big birthday for me this year, but it's also always a big birthday for Penny every year, every year, (laughs) literally when she was born, it's like uh, my birthday no longer existed anymore because we did everything. You know, we went to Disneyland, we used to do all these, which I'm totally okay with that because I've never had any daughters and you know, yeah. um, as you know, Penny was born on my birthday and then I gave up alcohol drinking on Ava's birthday, which to me is my other niece, which to me is very symbolic. I feel like they're my daughters that, that I never physically had. That's so cute. I never thought of that. I really do. I really do. So I have four like daughter, I mean, four That's children. So I'm good with that. That always, uh, people used to always ask me, are you not going to have the, the girl? I don't know if they asked you about that, about the boy. Yeah. Still right now. Oh my God. I used to hate that so much because I just didn't want to put myself through that torture again. Cause I actually, I'll be honest with you guys. And I know we're talking about the brain this week, but the second, when I was pregnant with Damien, my, my son, I wanted a girl so bad that I made myself mentally ill. So it was just not good. Yeah. I remember that. It's so stressful, you know, um, especially if you have like a certain mindset or you feel like you should have, uh, it should go one way. Um, or you have a plan, right? And and literally, that's really what makes you sick. Yeah. And causes 
a lot of the diseases that we have. Yeah, and it was like a very, um, I was sick the whole time in the pregnancy because I couldn't surrender to everything. I learned so many lessons and now I'm looking back, like I would, I'm so grateful I never had any girls because I see what you guys go through. <laughs> Draw, I'm like, oh, I don't even think I could survive. And I don't even, and my husband, Alex, I don't even know what he would do with the girl. Like he's, it's, so anyways, it is going to be our birthday on Sunday. So we just decided that we would throw like a small gathering, you know, just us yeah. and whoever wants to show up that yeah. got on the invite, but we are making it a, a really fun day for everyone. And, and for us, you know, even getting together on a Sunday, we, my mom, it's like an ordeal, you know, we all, what are you going to bring? What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. So even though it is really busy times, like you get off the new year, I was like, um, we're done with Christmas shopping. We're done with the craziness of the new year, new year but we really haven't relaxed. Have you? <laughs> and work and everything and the kids are back at home so there's just so life as we can see will never be the same again oh i feel that and so we were talking this week about the brain and we were talking about how most people don't really even think about their brain you know when as it relates to the anxiety and the symptoms and i think for me this came up a lot this week was because i read that article from susan williams who is uh, robin williams's wife and I was like, why is she not, why is this article coming out now? But I guess there's a documentary on Robin Williams. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. No, I heard, I heard the, it's funny because last night I was listening to podcasts and I heard yours about Robin Williams that I replayed that podcast yesterday. I, I briefly heard that he was going through something, which is, which I've seen that, you know, the people that are happy on the outside, a lot of the time are the ones that are struggling the most. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that it was a documentary. Yeah, I didn't either. It was from the article and then the article led me to the documentary. And I'm not that I've been like a huge fan of Robin Williams, but I, I'm, and I didn't hate him either, but I just... I think it's so relevant to what's going on right now with human consciousness because you know we're talking a lot about fear mongering and there's so many people that are going through so much you know that what they're not talking about is the highly uh addiction cases the overdoses you know one of the things that freaks me out is like um i was talking to uh, my nephew and in the last like six months three of his friends have overdosed from from um these these, these pharmaceuticals these these pills right there's meth, there's so many other different drugs that are out there right now. And then you talk to other people and, and I see there's there's talk about suicide and the suicide rate has, I mean, it's alarming how much it has gone up. And 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 I started to really think about, for me, I, you know, it's like, I wish I could help everyone. You know, one of the things that I'm doing this year that I forgot to mention was in, at the end of January, I'm starting my uh, Kundalini Yoga Therapy training which is I, it's actually uh, getting certified uh, through a degree to become a, a yoga therapist. Oh, good for you. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So yeah. I actually start at the end of January. I've already been uh, implementing it with, with everybody, the community, right, with myself. It's through my own self-experience, but I really feel that if I get the yogic science behind it, it's going to really change my perspective. Then right. it's, and it's with people that have been teaching Kundalini for more than 30 years and they're, they're therapists themselves oh, and good. they use Kundalini yoga as a therapy. So right. I'm really, really excited. And then I'm at, at the end of this month, it's actually going to be on anxiety and depression. So yeah. specifically for that. So uh, as I started to really think about where I'm going with my journey this year, especially with movement and even with Satori, what we're going to be teaching inside there, you know, I thought to myself, how many other women are actually like silently suffering you know like you said right now that they look happy on the outside but on the inside they they are falling apart and I was there that's why it's so relatable but I think I don't know about you but I think most of us when we think about mental health and we think about anxiety and and, and um, depression we don't really think about the brain do you no it's uh, I think more emotion when you say that it's like or what is around or what's happening around you to cause this i think outwardly a lot um you know what what is going on around you that's causing this or i don't connect before doing this i didn't connect emotions with the brain mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like my brain was part one side of it and then my emotions were just kind of like on their own or like hormones were on their own i didn't before doing all of this i didn't connect everything the way One thing, and that's I know you talk about that, and, and it's such an important thing 
Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that's why we that's part of the movement. It's it's treating the the body mind spirit connection. And I think that the reason we don't know as a society about these things and that's why we kind of look at meditation as oh, it's just to relax. When, you know, there's even a doctor right now. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have you heard of him? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, the reason I love him is he's, he's on a quest to demystify the spiritual or the mystical experience. So coming from a doctor's perspective, and he was somebody who almost died in a, and they ran him over and he healed himself through the power of meditation. He explains so well what happens in the brain to reach these levels of, of the mystical experience. And it really, it's about brainwaves, right? And so people need to really, that's one of the things that the big awakening, awakening is calling for people to understand that meditation can take you to these levels. Why would you want to create the mystical? Well, when you create the mystical, if you're in these states of, of brainwaves called gamma, which is what I was explaining this week uh, with yesterday with the Brahma space, then you are literally in that, in that gamma state, you miraculous people are like confused as to how someone miraculously healed a tumor cancer and there's a lot of stories like this uh they instantly able to walk able to see you have to reach these levels of gamma in the brain to be able to connect to that and i feel that the more that people like him put out the work because i'm both i like to really understand the spiritual and the scientific aspect of what's going on then people are going to start to understand that meditation is not just like something you do for relaxation and I know and I know for you this has been a challenge I don't know if you want to like kind of talk a little bit about for me it it was definitely a challenge when I first began but it's kind of like getting to the point in your life where you're like why am I repeating the same lessons right and then when we repeat the same lessons thinking never thinking it was the brain but always it has been the brain because we haven't sat to reprogram it and to unload it does that make sense oh you're muted weird okay so she's gonna jump right back on because there was a disconnection there that's what i love about beautiful technology and today mercury does go into aquarius but mercury is about communication and it's not retrograde so it's actually not supposed to be a bad thing it's supposed to be about you thinking about the future but we'll uh let her jump on right now in a few moments but i want to carry that discussion further because i think that as people start to understand what's happening in the brain and that through meditations and especially through specific meditations if you're doing prescriptive work like we do instead of satori then what you're looking to do is reach different levels of waves of, of states of consciousness for the brain and now when you get to the state of gamma which is beyond, you know, the program, then you're able to really create healing in your life and you're able to create manifestation. So go for it. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Somebody kept calling me and I'm like, stop calling me, please. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> One day off. Why are you calling me? Okay, sorry. So you rewind for me a little bit because I missed a couple of the things you were saying. You said that Dr. Dispenza or we were saying Gamma, uh, creating gamma as a healing property yeah and just how, why people don't look at meditation as a way for self-healing and for manifestation and also the reprogramming how have you experienced that in your life in your meditation practice you know i know do, do programs seem to come back more when you are not meditating or where you are because i know for a while that's where your struggles kind of were yeah that's funny i i I think that's the whole point of meditation, right, is to bring up the programs in life to realize what programs you have, right? And then it's so funny because then you'll go through life and you'll see them play in, in real life action. Like, watch them, watch your programs. Like, you never realize that they're, they're there until you actually meditate. So I think meditation is, like, helped me with the self-awareness of, like, okay, that's that's the program. It's like, it's like um, Eckhart Tolle, where he says you're actually stepping outside of yourself and you're being the watcher mm. of how life is playing out or your thoughts are playing out in your brain. And then how they, 
they actually play out all day in, in your brain, even when you're not in a meditative state. And that's such a powerful thing, right? It's coming from that meditative state and bringing it to the real life, like to your day to day. It's like, I always thought like meditating, like you said, peaceful. Okay, so now I should go my day to day just peaceful. And I shouldn't, you know, I should just be peaceful all day, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm meditating and, and it should relax me. But it's actually not even that. And I'm glad that you're bringing that up because that's a big thing that we have to debunk. It's like people feel like you should just be uh, riding on a cloud or even you know, you get comments like, shouldn't you just not snap at people because you, med you meditate? Why are you snapping at people? Or why are you, why are you just doing this? Or why are you reacting? But it's not. It's actually brings all of those programs, all of those thought patterns that you have, brings them up to the surface. Right. And it makes you actually see them play in real life. Right. Which is in that's probably what I struggle with the most is that self awareness and seeing those things play out in my life, those thoughts of lack, those thoughts of uh, lack of self love, um, unforgiveness, all of those things. Seeing that it's a war, it is an inner war that that you go through when you decide to take on the spiritual journey which we don't even have a choice, you know, we're always on it. And the thing is, is that if it's a, a spiritual war within you, then if you then have the outer world that is also trying to take your sovereignty, you got double enemies because now, first of all, you, the only enemy is you. That's what we're talking about this month with the war within yourself, that's Tori. But if then typically when you're at war with yourself, you will believe that you have enemies you will it's believe yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's, a, it's funny because that's just the other day i was me and my husband were getting into a really bad argument and then he said something that just like snapped me back like i just walked had to take a step back and know I, I was upset because he called out my throat you know and he's like you know, I just kept talking and talking and talking. And he's like, you know what? You're just projecting your emotions yeah. and the way you're feeling out on me. That's what you're doing. You're just projecting right now. And he was, and I was just like, excuse me. First of all, you don't even meditate, so you're not allowed to use that word. <laughs> Matter of fact. <laughs> Matter of fact person, he's not one way or another. He just sees things for how they are. And he called me out like like in a second and I was like, Oh, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna walk away because it's true. Yeah. I'm projecting all my unlovingness of myself and you know, not making time for myself on you. Yeah. Telling you you're not making time for me when it's not even the case. Oh, that's deep. It's me. I'm not making time for myself. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed, so I'm taking it out on you. Right. And that was the lesson. Because even if triggers were coming back up again from the past, the lesson is always you don't need him or anybody. <laughs> not in a way where we're these toxic feminists where we hate men. Look, men want to feel needed. But we're talking about toxic codependency, where yeah. you're going through your turmoil and now you want them to take it from you. That no one can take it from you because it's your war. And you know we do need people like him that are matter of fact and that are going to call you out when you are projecting. Because Jesus, Buddha, they were not weaklings; they were spiritual warriors. Kali, you know, Isis, Our Lady of Guadalupe, they were badasses. So you gotta and just they were tested every day, every, every moment, minute. every yeah. encounter that they came, they were tested. They were. Right? And we are, I think we get tested more in this way because I know that one of the things that my husband loves to use on me is when I do lose my cool on him, he's like, I thought you were spiritual. That med Those meditations are not working on you. <laughs> he knows where to get me because when he says that, ooh, I'm like, well, Kali's here, you know, let's go. And, yeah. But the reality is that now I'm at a point where that doesn't even trigger me anymore because I've realized that a spiritual that's what we're here to do as sovereign women to debunk all the stereotypes around what a spiritual person is supposed to be 
You know, I'm not a spiritual person. You can't wear lipstick. You can't wear this. You can't go out. You can't drink. You can't smoke. Bullshit. You know, actually, the people that were connected more to source and they were downloaded divine wisdom were those that were completely in full acceptance of all who they were. You know, some people that I admire the most, like uh, Shogam Trumpa. He's the founder of Naropa University. My son went to that university before he had his big Kundalini awakening and probably back soon. But, you know, he was a Buddhist monk. He was exiled from India, Nepal. He had to walk for I don't know how many days for in the mountains of Nepal because he, they were trying to kill him because he was the, the holder of these wisdom teachings, right? And it's very sad, very sad. He was able to escape, come to America. Here, he um, founded Naropa. He was an incredible spiritual man, but he drank alcohol, didn't want to wear the, you know, those orange turban things that they wear? He actually, his conception was that he wanted to dress up like a he was wearing suits all the time because he wanted people to take him seriously. So he wanted the Americans to basically understand that his message went deeper than, you know, what he looked like. And so I think that that's also very important, even as it relates to healing, when you heal emotionally, you heal the brain, then you start to accept yourself fully. And, and, and healing is not about changing yourself or, or going and saying you're, and I want to be like her, or I want to, that, that's a and that's what we're seeing right now you know they even said this at the news because of all the stuff that went down on yesterday or the day before like one weekend into january and we're like what the fuck you know we saw this shit coming though and and one of the great one of the great astrologers luca uh, luca just came in hey luca how are you Uh, one of the great astrologers (laughs) kateria kateria knows you all need to follow her because she freaking predicted this like a long time ago and it's kind of a shit show, but it's kind of interesting to watch. But one of the things that the news person said was that you're basically just watching people play out their mental health issues in real life. Uh, and I was that's like, what I deal with every day. <laughs> and I mean, like, when I go out to the work, we workforce, I just literally, I just inner child people just like unleash. Just, and I, I think it's the, a lot of the uncertainty that's happening right now that's bringing up all those feelings for a lot of people, a lot of people. And so they're they're just like throwing tantrums. I, I don't want to be like, because I throw tantrums. The other day I was like, you know what? Uh, uh, awareness is key. I am throwing a tantrum right now. This is what is happening right now. I love like, it. I'm going to throw a tantrum. <laughs> And you know what's crazy that after you did that, a miracle happened. What? Remember that that's when your husband was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take one day off and I'm going to help you because I know you've been really stressed. But you just, it's it's about you. Like Deja was saying that, you know, we got to be okay with, if she says that one of the presenters at the, at the summit, she said that she literally goes out into the park and throws tantrums or because if she does it in her house, people think she's weird. But like, just make sure that you're feeling those feelings because if you're not, you know, then we're going to have problems. I think that maybe that's why the miracle shifted. You kind of were just like, you know what? I'm yeah, enough. I'm not in a good mood right now. And yeah, I don't give I a shit. I was like, I was, that was it. I was going to explode. And then literally after I like cried for 20 minutes. Yeah. I, my, I got the text message. Yeah. Because I, I also, I spoke up and I was like, I can't do this. You know, I, I it's too much for me work and the kids and everything like it's just it's too much right now and I think maybe that's what instead of and see that's the lessons that you learn every day because you have days where you're projecting and and people call your bullshit and you have days when you just let it go and then you say I can't do this anymore and then that same person will come and help you know that that's the beauty right of having uh that being so okay with your emotions that you are forgiving of yourself and you just communicate because that's the number one key when you have relationships right or even going in this world communicating learning how to communicate your true self your sad not communicating that outwardly yeah and i think it starts with us being more compassionate with ourselves because i think 
that's one of the things that I'm learning this year. And my word is like reverence, just gratitude for everything, the breath, the air, the, the flowers, the dog that just peed in my carpet that I'm going <laughs> to, you know, and, and it really is that way because we are so hard on ourselves, especially me. One of my biggest, uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not that hard on myself as I used to be, but my one thing that I'm working through is lack of time mentality. I feel like I don't have enough time all the time. Like I'm always like running, like you said this week, I don't even know how we did everything we did, but it has been insane. And I have not slowed down. And I said, I was going to slow down after the summit and I have not been able to, but next week, hopefully I'll be able to slow down a little bit. But, you know, I was hearing these thoughts in my head and this is what happens when you meditate and you have a healed brain. You, you hear yourself say, man, you used to do things faster. You now, why are you so slow? You could be doing that. Why are you tired? You can't be going to sleep. Like you gotta, you gotta push. You got, that was, that used to be me. But the difference is like, now I hear that voice and I'm like, fuck that. You know, this is as much as I can do today. I need to take care of me first because otherwise nothing else is going to get taken care of. And I swear to you that the radiant body meditation that we've been doing has been teaching me that so much to stop doing and to start being because the awareness has just allowed me to slow down enough. And then guess what miracles happen? Like what happens with you with the text messages from your husband, you know, now he's helping you. Now, all of a sudden everything went through with the file over here or with the, with the, uh, I was, we were getting, um, tested for COVID because we had, yeah. we were traveling and that's a shit show in itself. I know you were stressing about that. Yeah. Because it's, I thought it was going to be easy. You just go, no, first of all, getting an appointment. And then some places like, they're like, it's going to be $239, but then there are other places where like, no, oh, it's going to be free. And then you might get it back in 24 hours. You might not. I didn't know it was going to be like this. It's like everything in this universe right now is trying to do everything to put you in a situation where you don't stay sovereign, where you're like, fuck this, fuck the world. Everything is falling apart. And this week, I just learned so much how not to listen to that freaking voice because that voice is not real. And the more that you shut it down and that's what we do in meditation right the more that you're able to literally through the stillness bring in the miracles and i'm not just talking like mumbo jumbo like this is real i mean and i and i see it happen with you as well yeah which is funny because to me i'm like oh that's that's synchronicities or oh I, you know it's sometimes you'll not see the miracles happening in your life and the things just falling into place and how everything when, when you when you put intention behind whatever it is that you're doing, like really intention, uh, those voices, that really helps those voices just like simmer down a little bit, you know, because you know this is the intention that you have at this moment, you know, and then co-create with the universe, co-create with yourself. Like that's what we're here to do, bring that creative, that's who we are. You know, we are those creative beings. And it's like, first take those steps to to realize what your, what your programs are, realize what the thoughts that are coming in your head so that you can quiet those and, and co-create with the universe. And then, and then you'll see things just manifest. And, and that's just like, that's, that's what keeps you going. You know, a lot of the time we feel like we don't, like we're so depleted, but why is that? Is because we keep listening to those thoughts and keep going and pushing and pushing. If you would have just keep like going and going and going, you would have been depleted, depleted. Which doesn't mean that you're not tired, but there's a difference between, Hey, I'm exhausted and I'm just like depleted. Right. Oh, yeah. And it, it all boils down to awareness. If you're not aware of those voices and you got a voice that's constantly telling you you're not good enough, you're this, you're that, the world is not the problem. We got a, we got a problem right here. And the voice is the mind. But then if you integrate the inner work, then you might have days where your meditation sucks. You'll cry. You want to kill yourself. You, you're like, why did I do this? I hate Veronica. Relationships with uh, spiritual and Kundalini yoga teachers and and, and, and their students who they take the class is the beginning they hate her they want to shoot me they want to kill me and then at the end they're like I love her you know because <laughs> it, it feels good <laughs> when you're done but at the beginning you're like you know one of these days <laughs> yeah. yeah that one time that I took your class and I just threw everything up I was like this is some BS <laughs> my body just like expelled everything okay but, yes but wasn't that the day that you got the freaking biggest awareness 
where you yeah. had to throw up. It was on this, uh, what, two weeks ago, wasn't it? No, 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 no. When, when you had your studio and I went to your oh. studio and I first did it, like the first time, I think it was maybe my second class with you. Yeah, no, my awareness was that you better not eat anything right before you do because you like, you should not fill your belly. You should be well. empty. Empty I, valley, empty mind. Like that was a fucking lesson. Yeah, I do remember that. And and your husband went with us, went with you. Yeah, yeah he I, never showed up after. Yeah, that. he never showed up. They, he never showed up again. He never wanted to talk about Kundalini. Again. <laughs> Him and my brother both. They just it's not ready. <laughs> but that's really what I mean. You know, it's 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 not all the time where it's a walk in the park. You know, and so you do it. And even if you didn't feel good during the meditation, you probably received some truth, some truth bombs, right? That probably you're like, ah, fuck, it's that. Or, you know, regardless, I 190% guarantee you, you provided oxygen in areas of the brain that usually don't get oxygen. And by you consistently doing this, your programs are not going to come back. You're old shit. So if you're wondering why, you know, stuff keeps happening to you in the same way, then you got to reprogram and rewire and that's where I mean. And we don't have to be neuroscientists. You know, I think the, the doctor that explains it the best is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Me too. He is so, I mean, a, a, a third grader can understand what the neuroscience yeah. of what's and the gammas and the different states of, of um, brainwaves. So if you want to listen to the science aspect of that, that would be, he would be a good start. The spiritual aspect, of course, listen to all my podcasts and, and Yogi Bhajan and Nathan Kundalini Yoga. Guru Jagat has a lot of great stuff too. Yeah where you really and she has science stuff too that's what i'm really excited about this year to really bring it um, with the kundalini yoga therapy that i'm going to be going through this um, year is just really putting it all together because yogic science is older than western medicine that's what people don't understand it's like oh my god western medicine is actually less than 100 years old i don't know if you're like, it's crazy a lot, a lot of our rituals and a lot of our ancestors medicine is much much older than western medicine and right. and which is not, I mean, we're evolving humans, okay, yeah, I understand, and that's where we're going to yes. go, um, but let's not forget, you know, the stuff that, that comes from our ancestors and the Vicks of Aparub and... <laughs> no, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that, because I think it is a merger of both, you know, it's, yeah. it's, there's great things that medicine has done as it relates to, for example, like emergency surgeries or, yes. you know, like stuff like that, but as it relates to long-term health, long especially as it relates to mental health we got a, we got a lot of changes that need to happen which ultimately yeah. all physical diseases start with mental because it's mental is emotions so yeah so we're and just it's, it's, it's gonna get harder too now that we're going into an era where it's like everybody just wants instant just be, to be yeah. healed instantly to be this instantly just to after you know one surgery to to be done with it and, and be healed and and that's not that's going to be a lot of our downfall too is having to come back to the old ways you know and not those programs that were given to us where everything is just so instant yeah. uh, which has a lot of good qualities again it's good right but also we we can't just be all on that instant side we have to remember that good things and things that are here forever are it's for a reason because they've been forever right you know right. it cycles right um so, yeah. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I'm glad you met, you brought that up because I think one thing that I forgot to mention in the three days that we've been talking about this is there are, I always had this, you know, like veterans, you know, there's 22 veterans that commit suicide every single day or people like Robin Williams or people who have really severe mental cases. I, I mean, I'm not at a point yet where, yet where I would be willing to work with someone that is in that severity, like if they have a severe mental, I, I will be there uh, after my Kundalini Yoga therapy training but uh, i'm not there yet i usually refer them out to a great doctor a kundalini yoga doctor that i work with if it's that serious but i also thought to myself how can we help these people because if, if i'm t i'm dealing with someone severely um brain that is completely just deteriorated i know that you know kundalini yoga works but it takes a lot of integration at the beginning you know where i where i think there's going to be a solution uh psychedelics I really believe that psilocybin, that LSD, that ayahuasca, that as we start to legalize those, 
I mean, we've seen with some of the statistics uh, with uh, MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies, after four sessions, now they have therapy in between. And this is actually something that I'm exploring because this is what my son was actually going to school for, contemplative psychotherapy, as well as including psychedelic assisted psychotherapy with what he was doing. And in most of the work that Rob has, uh, has been doing, it's four sessions. It's like one session. Then you wait like a week of MDMA or uh, or psilocybin, and then or, or a couple of weeks, and then you take another, and then you and then during the weeks it's therapy, it's it's psychotherapy, it's it's talking about the experiences, and because I have gone through my own experience of mother ayahuasca, it completely changed my life. I I would not have been able to survive all that happened after these ceremonies if I wouldn't have gone through mother ayahuasca. My husband and I would not be married. Our relationship would not be where it's at today. My children, who knows if they would have ever um truly unloaded their subconscious mind so i truly that's one thing and also for spiritual purposes you know there it is for healing the psychedelics and i've always talked about how we need to use them in a very respectful way if, if you can if possibly if you are gonna integrate mother ayahuasca to go to the peruvian jungle or go to costa rica go to an actual shaman that can actually work with you i've always said this but i also believe that it's important for us to say that psychedelics like psilocybin can really assist you even in your spiritual awakening journey. You know, you may not be at a point where you have a lot of severe mental health issues, but I believe, and there's a lot of science behind microdosing. There's a lot of science behind all these different things. And it's becoming legalized in so many places, Colorado, in Oakland, yeah. in Oakland, California, in Oregon, all drugs are legal now. We're not legal. I guess you can't say it that. If they catch you with them, you they won't arrest you anymore. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I, I feel that that's the way to go because you know anything that we put a war on becomes a war against us. So we cannot fight, we can't heal with war. We have to heal through acceptance, right? And, that, and then the real reason that psychedelics are not legal is because they will heal you and the pharmaceutical industry goes bye-bye and they will spiritually awake you. You know, like I was talking about the Hillisunian mysteries, thousands and thousands of years ago, the great leaders would gather all of the community and they would come and once a year they would have um, psilocybin or they would have some type of ceremonial with psychedelics and they had a very peaceful society and I've always said you know if we got the politicians to do a little bit of mother ayahuasca well this would change completely what we're doing here in this world so that's one other thing that I, I'm glad that you brought that up about time if you have if you're dealing with something that's severely like serious um veterans right people that are dealing with severely I, I really believe that this is something that you may look into uh, multidisciplinary association of psychedelic studies is a great organization that has a lot of science and they've been working since the 80s to put the stats together so it is something that you should look into and see if maybe this is a route that you want to take i don't know what do you think about psychedelics and, and the renaissance that's happening yeah no i mean in doses where it, it can monitored and, and assisted like you're saying like that to me that makes so much sense um and it's just oh you know just the the backing behind it and, and the way that it closes out the neurons in your brain and the way that the channels just for oxygen purposes i mean if we had a good brain and you could see it in, in the football players that have been affected by brain damages and how how they go just like they just go crazy because their brain just doesn't get enough oxygen and and to me it's so crazy how how that's not something that we've studied it's not been studies about the brain or when you go somewhere it's not um oh let me do a, a scan you know on the brain you know it's 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 always something else that they're trying to fix <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah it's, it's something else for some reason nobody ever says you know what let's start at the brain <laughs> As in, they look at the symptoms only and then yeah. I, I bet yeah. you, at 99 or 100 percent of serial killers murderers those um, child predators anybody who's done anything really that unbelievable in this world that you're like wow um they have a deteriorated brain we can't even judge them we can't we need this is why human beings are not healing and they're creating more death you know there was a point in time where in, in this earth where no one killed each other did you know that existed at one point 
And now it's like, OMG, you know, we got a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah, because we have a lot of, because uh, we put a lot of stuff under the rug. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, you know, there's a lot of stuff. We we didn't want to experience the bad for some reason. At some point in our lives, we just didn't want to experience the bad anymore. And so we tucked it under the rug. Um, and I feel like that's what we've been doing for a really long time. And maybe it's not, not we can't do that anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to have to help each other to, you know, someone grab this, the room and someone grabbed the trash can and let's just start sweeping this crap out of the rug right you okay. know let's start cleaning this stuff up and sorting it and putting it together and that's the beauty and that's the age of aquarius that's the the next you know everybody grabbing a piece and helping and bringing their own maybe bring their own rugs to mm-hmm. to the table and uh, us cleaning it together and i that's what i pray for you know i love that i, I see that uh, as a vision i like totally and it's what our ancestors prophesized you know we just have a lot of cleaning up to do so what are some of the so to close out tell us what your would you say your commitments would be have you made any commitments to keeping a healthy brain because of the impact of the information age and what would you say to someone that is just now starting on a journey of, of even becoming aware that the brain could be an issue as well as we could use it to really awaken spiritually. Yeah, for sure. I think my commitment is is being true to myself. You know, I had told you last year that my mod, my that this year it was going to be a mental refining of myself, and I feel that if if a lot of people do that, just find what makes them happy. If you don't know, you can try a million things. Nobody, you know, nobody is going to tell you you have to find it in the first try. You know, just try everything. Right now, what I'm, I'm, my meditative space is literally, it's here. It's in like where I'm doing my nails. When I'm creating, I'm seeing that now when I am in a creative space, like I feel complete. I feel like I'm bringing something to this world and not out of lack because I'm lacking, but because I I feel full and I stay up till maybe one in the morning. But I like after I do that, you know, I feel like I've accomplished something and that's, that's it. That's the human, like that's it right there. It's the feeling of accomplishment and in, in that is creativeness it is of such a sacred space to be in a creative space so writing down in a journal your thoughts you know if you have an idea now that we're moving into this Aquarius age I will tell you as an Aquarius everything fucking goes everything goes Whatever you're feeling or whatever idea you thought was crazy before, it's not about to be crazy anymore. Boom. That's exactly what uh, Molly McCord just said, the astrologer. And today, I swear to you, I'm going to send you the link. Um, Aquarius goes into Mercury and she said, that idea that you thought was far-fetched was too ahead for this time. It's birthing. It's birthing right now. Dude, I freaking love the way you explain you get into flow state. So you collapse time. That is a, the most powerful way to meditate. So that's a, I'm glad you brought that up because ladies, a lot of the times we think meditation is just sitting and doing Kundalini and all that. And we've been getting this card, the goddess Oracle card keeps coming out that says flow, flow, flow. The thing is that when you're in these states of consciousness of flow, your brain waves change and you invite the miracles in. So you don't have to worry about what's going on around you. It comes into your life. Have you been feeling that? Yeah, and it's funny because I'm so hard on myself because I'm like, you know what, I need to sit down and just meditate, you know, I need to sit down and just meditate, and to me, it's like, uh, yeah, like, to me, yeah, meditation is is amazing, and there's times where I just, my emotionally, I just can't take it, so I sit down and meditate, Um, but I'm starting to accept the fact that sitting here under my nail lamp is meditative for me. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like everything fucking goes with whatever it is that is bringing you that peace and that calm. Do that. Do that. Whatever is bringing you that sense of I'm worthy and I'm supposed to be here. Do that. Mm. Like keep doing that. And if that 
changes in two weeks. And I tell you this because I always felt so flaky. Mm-hmm. I always felt like I was such a flake. Like I was just going back and forth and I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. And I was just a hot hell of a mess. But that's, that's, I love that now mm-hmm. that I can be in that space. And it doesn't mean that it has to be nails for the rest of my life. It just means that that's what's bringing me joy right now. Right because only the uncontrolled mind is expecta- uh, setting the expectations for the future. And then you can't even enjoy the journey. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I was thinking like, how about to be 50 years old doing nails? Like, how is this even going to work? And I'm not, you know what I mean? I just started doing them like two months ago. Like, you know, and I'm already pre-planning, you know, the third, next 30 years of my life. Like, what in the hell is wrong? I've and been. that's when I was like, all right, you know what? Stop it. This is, I'm here right now. This is what, and I'm really good at it. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep doing it. And you can tell because there's all um, this morning the kinds of a great ideas came out for you to do some stuff this year, huh? Which, by the way, ladies, she does amazing. Do you do like um, nationally or only like yeah, local? I can ship. Oh yeah, she ships. So she does amazing nail designs, and I can't wait for her to share with you guys what she's gonna be doing in February. But man, it she really is. Uh, this is an artist. That's why I called you an artist because you get into the groove. You. You just like move in this way that you're you you're in there, and then you create them yourself. Like that's insane. I'm like, dude, that's total artistry. So you can yeah. definitely get a hold of her. Where's what's your handle too, so you can get a hold of you? Yes, at Vida D, the number three, Lizzie. So Vida D, the number three, Lizzie, and then um, you would just DM me. I have pictures of all the nails. I have. I show videos on how to apply the nails. Like it's it's amazing what mm. it's done for me so far, and I and I just started. So they're so fun too. I love them. She is really really good. And I was about to get many compliments. Oh, a million! I went to get my toes done because she won't do toes. She's like, oh. no. so then I went to get my toes done, and the lady was like, "Oh my god, I love your nails! Where do you get them done?" I was like, "My sister." <laughs> <laughs> And she just started, I told her, and look what she's done. <laughs> but yeah, and, and it feels good. And that's the, I love the advice that you gave as it relates to, so ladies, if you're trying to connect to your soul purpose, if you're trying to just do something you love to do and don't set these crazy expectations of how you're going to build an empire around it. I know that even I did that with Satori when I first left the real estate business because I was like, well, that's what they told me to when I was a real estate broker. I had business plans, visions. I had budgets. (laughs) And now that it's not good for you ladies because I have systems galore with Satori and our community and I still need more systems. So it's constant. It's not that. But again, it's if you're in flow state, that's more powerful than any amount of money. Yes. Because when you're in flow state, money comes you to create. you, you yes. heal, you, you know, all these different things change. So that is great advice for the age of Aquarius. That's a perfect way to heal your brain. A perfect way to heal your brain. Okay. So anything else you want to say before we close out? Because I know no. we have like a million things to do and I'll see you tonight too, too. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I got to go find this pinata for my child. And like, I'm just praying that it all works out and it's all laid out in front of me right now. It will always work out, especially because it's Penny and it's, you know, come on. And she, yeah. She's like, I need it to be like this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's like, mom, but wait, but wait. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, wait, I already purchased everything. <laughs> it's going to be really, really good. Christina says the Vaporu. Heck yeah. And I'm wearing my shirt today. Chunkla Survivor, too. <laughs> oh, I love that. Don't you love it? Check it out. Chunkla Survivor right there. <laughs> so that was perfect. The Vaporu was perfect uh, for us. <laughs> Not hate, just love, Arukia says. Absolutely. Oh, no, Diane says that. Um, or skip a practice and then the old shit resurfaces. Yep. Even one day of not meditating. Oh, the old program wants to come back and remind you of who you used to be. That and then you need to sit your ass back on the mat. <laughs> yeah, you need to sit your ass back on the mat. I love it. Diane says, Should I need one? Ladies, you do need to get one. I'm telling you, this is a year that um Diane starts her t shirt uh business as well as her skate gang. So we're gonna be following up with that. Oh, but, yeah. Cool. There's an idea. I love that. I actually got this at Fashion Nova, believe it or not. <laughs> I've never shopped at Fashion Nova, ladies. 
in my life. Let me do a preface, okay? I've never shopped at Fashion Nova. I kind of don't like the way, like, just the way women the are even, look. yeah, the women are portrayed there. But my sister, the other one, Maida, was like, you gotta go to Fashion Nova. They got all this stuff and it's so cheap and blah, 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 blah. So I finally caved and oh my God, their stuff is actually really like cheap and it's perfect for like, cause we're going on a trip. So I'm probably going to yeah. wear these clothes like one time. Yeah, yeah, and it actually fits really good. It's not bad. Yeah, so, no, they're really kind of fitting, but you're right. Their models kind of turn me off a little bit because nobody in the hell looks like that, but okay. Yeah, that's why I honestly, like, even unfollowed their page. It's just not a lot of uh, body positivity in it. and But it doesn't, the clothes actually fit good, and, and they're not bad. So I can't yeah. talk shit about them in that way. So Maida forced, she's, every day she would come to my, remember, she would come with new clothes. I'd be like, where'd you get that? But where'd you get that? And honestly, you, you know that I'm not an online chopper, but it is, it's yeah. easier. It's easier. So that's where I got them, ladies. I don't, I can't lie, you know? <laughs> that's why I asked you, because I know you had to say the truth. <laughs> my nose be growing like this well thank you thank you so much for being here with me today on a very busy friday not thursday uh i know that you have a lot of stuff to do and i'm gonna go do a million things too i'll see you tonight at my mom's house thank you so much for being here today ladies thank you for adding to this community i love you all dearly dearly um i'm going to be sharing some exciting stuff next week we have a new moon on the 12th so I'm going to be sharing some really cool, exciting stuff that's going to give you a little bit more access to the podcast and a few classes inside of uh, Satori. So thank you so much for being here, ladies. Of course, if you want to learn more about the SWC method, click the link below in the podcast replay, or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram. You'll be able to take a training that really gives you an overview of the SWC method and what we do inside of Satori, which is a lot of what just you just saw right here. A lot of mumbalamba. Thank you, Diane. Appreciate you more. We love you. Have a blessed weekend, everyone. Stay safe. Stay sovereign. And remember who you are. And remember, everything fucking goes. Everything fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Sudden now. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.